T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. The score! score! Bye-bye. Oh, tripping. I'm out of here anyway. We there. On tomorrow's show, Russ Dorsey will stop by for his weekly hit. We'll talk baseball with him. We will react to White Sox-Dodgers Game 1 and prepare you for White Sox-Dodgers Game 2. Danny Parkins is flying solo today. He joins me now here on The Score. What's up, Danny? What's up, Lawrence? Yes, flying solo today, but, uh, you know, you'd think... With no Cubs. The day that Andrew Vaughn is going to be on the show, the speeds we want to be there. Yeah, you would think that. And and the voice of baseball. I don't know if you saw the full guest list today. Joe Davis going to be on the show today. Oh, really? Oh, really? I know you're a broadcasting uh, expert, dork, just like myself. How about this? 29 years old, replace Vin Scully. 34 years old, replace Joe Buck. Yeah, that'll work. Right. That, that plays for a career path for yourself. <laughs> right. Not so bad. Uh, yeah, in town for the Dodgers series. I've never met him, never talked to him. He's definitely the highest profile sports broadcaster uh, that I can say that about. Like, you know, Nance, Tarico, Costas, Harlan, Eagle. Stone. Sto- Stone, who you were just great on. We'll talk about it as well today on the show. Like, you know, had a chance to either meet or talk to those all those guys multiple times, but uh, Joe Davis all of a sudden is just an absolute megastar and a powerhouse. So I, I'm, we'll talk a little Dodgers with him, but I want to talk about him and you know, voice of baseball. You've got some. There's a lot of decisions to be made about what baseball is going to look like over the next five years. So, what does the voice of baseball think about? a pitch clock or banning the shift or things like that. He's going to be an influential voice in those conversations. So uh, have a chance to talk to him today at four o'clock. Looking forward to it. So you, th- sounds- you think Spiegel would want to be here, but you, know. you think like you're Mr. Baseball today. That's How right. About that. I'm Tom have- Selleck. Uh, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to have to handle it. Uh, has any, who's the person in your life? And I guess you played baseball. So maybe it was more of a family member, but I was thinking about it. I don't know if there's an an individual who has taught me more about baseball than Steve Stone. Because my dad that- my dad didn't play. I stopped playing Little League after sixth grade. So my learning about baseball was from reading and watching. 
And when I'm a kid, he's doing Cubs games, and now he's doing Sox games, and he comes on the show. Like, I mean, maybe Passan? Because I've talked to Passan and read everything that he writes, and him and I are, like, personal friends outside of this crazy business. Like, maybe Passan? But I feel like Steve Stone's in, like, the top two or three for people who have taught me about baseball in my life. He should be. I, I, I think I still have him number one. I would probably have Joe Madden on that list. There you too. go. Because of all the shows with Joe, and now I'm I'm doing the shows with Rossi. So there's a lot to learn. But if you think about the amount of hours, like the amount of hours that we've sat in front of the television and watched and listened to Steve Stone, what you're what you're saying, Danny, makes complete sense. Because the the osmosis that that just being around him and picking up tendencies in the games that he points out to you and things you can refer back to. When you're watching games, things that he said, along with the the work that he's done here at the score, yeah, I, I would say that if Steve Stone is not the number one, like you'd have to be a professional baseball player to to find someone that you learned more baseball from than him, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I guess, or like if you played it at a representative level, I would certainly buy that like a coach taught you more about the game like on right but but, you know? but learning about learning about even those levels of the game is so different than learning about a 162 game schedule and what that's like or playing with you know they they joke about the the third deck like going right. to the third deck of games and learning about it yeah like we all had these coaches that were important to the instruction of the game, but when it comes to understanding Major League Baseball, I, I I'm having a hard time trying to, to to pull someone out that I learned more from Stoney. I mean, Madden Madden is is a really good choice. I mean, I I was in his office sometimes in the dugout. I got a chance to talk to him about stuff that we didn't even talk about on the air, but just trying to like learn the game. But my goodness, like night in and night out. To, to have that guy for 40 years be here in Chicago, it's it's hard to beat the, the, the level of expertise of which he talks about the game with. Yeah, and I mean, I think, like, you know, y- your shows with Joe were great. We, we did them as, as well. You know, I did the tour and talked to him, too. But, like, even with something like that, you know, he still was a, was a sitting manager. We're members of the media. Like, Stone's more our colleague, and it just the sheer number of hours, right? Like, the number of hours you spent with Steve Stone through your television Yep, is, I mean, it's got to be in the thousands. Easily. So, so you know, it's, it's got to be, especially if you go back to, you know, the, the Cubs days with it. So, that blows away the amount of time that you or I ha- have spent with Joe Madden or probably anyone else. Uh, in, in professional baseball. So it's, um, and I would imagine, you know, and, and part of a color analyst's job is to teach. So not even to like quibble with the word choice of osmosis. It means exactly what you said, but like it's, it, it's, it's not accidental that we, that we learn it. Like he is trying to teach the audience how to watch, understand in his way, predict uh, like why he, you know, we're like, how does Steve Stone see the, see the future? He, right. try, he tries to tell us. How, how he sees it, you know. So no, we're we're very lucky to. We always talk about like the great play-by-play voices in this town, but we're we're very lucky 
to have Steve Stone as a color analyst in this town for as long as we did and uh, on this radio station. It's it's pretty incredible. When I was younger, I, I thought, like, when I was coming up in the business, I was like, well, maybe he knows all this stuff because the game's on a delay. You right. know, like, I was like, I was like, how does he know? Like, how does he know all this stuff? And then you see him in the predictive mode where a lot of a lot of analysts are kind of pushed that way. Like, hey, can you tell tell me what's going to happen? And some of them shy away from it because they don't want to be wrong. Stoney doesn't mind being wrong. He's rarely wrong. But I love that he does take for him. It's important to teach game and teach the major league game. And he takes a lot of pride in it. I mean, every Cubs fan that grew up watching, like, tip for all you youngsters out there, like, that he's he took that phrase and is able to translate that to not mean just young people learning baseball, but the, the entire viewing audience. And we, what we get out of it, it's, it's a great trade where we, we learn how to see the game the way he does. I've been focusing whenever I've had him on, on pitching. He's passionate about the game overall, but he's super passionate about pitching. And the mental skills that he acquired along the way to help him transform from a pitcher that did throw hard to his best seasons when he wasn't throwing as hard. Hearing the way that he talks about specific areas to attack a batter and how you go about doing that as a pitcher and how you have to take every pitch and really think about the execution of it. It, it lets he lets you into a world of the game being so cerebral and everything having to match up like the physical having to match up with the physical with the mental because there's so many guys that have the physical but can't match those things and they end up washing out of the game. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing, right? He's he's great because he can do all of it. He can he can tell jokes and bust balls with Benetti, but also teach and talk about the intricacies and the nitty gritty and the finer points of pitching like you're talking about. My favorite part of him is my favorite part of talking to all of these guys, though. Storytelling. He's a great storyteller. Like he, he is a great storyteller. And baseball lends itself by far uh, more than the other sports to remember when and back in my day. Because there's plenty of blowouts and so much downtime and the pace and so many damn games and all of that stuff. So it's like he was telling a story that we ended up following up on a little bit. But it was like like we were talking about the other day with uh, Tracy McGrady. How like Method Man name dropped him in a song and he didn't even know about it. Because so many crazy cool things have happened in his life. He was talking to Benetti about being in a restaurant. With Mickey Mantle. Yeah. And, and Benetti like tried to get a little bit more out of him on it. And he didn't really have all of that much. And which is very rare for Stoney. And it's not a shot. It just clearly was like, yeah, I was in a restaurant with a bunch of Yankees greats. Mickey Mantle was one of them. And, you know, it was cool to be in the presence of greatness. And my guess is nothing crazy memorable happened or certainly nothing crazy memorable happened that he was able to share uh, on the air. But it was like, man has seen a lot and he like his Harry Carey stories he showed up to the Harry Carey the toast to Harry Carey broadcast that we did last month he showed up about an hour early which was awesome because that meant 
I was having an Italian beef sandwich at Harry Carey's, and Steve Stone was sitting directly across from me at a booth. And you know if you ever have some time with Stoney, on air or off air, and this is not, again, a shot, it's a good thing, he's doing the majority of the talking. Like, Correct. You know, he, he's getting the majority of the words in because he has better stories than us, and his stories are awesome, and our stories are, you know, they're fine. Uh, and it was just like, I could just like be like through bites being like, oh, yeah? Then what happened? And like, you know what I mean? Like his Harry Carey stories for days, his, his uh, you know, angry manager stories for days, his what was it like when Cubs players were blaming you guys for the collapse of 04 stories right. for days? You know, it's so great. And to me, that's actually like because he is crazy cerebral and smart and predictive and all that stuff. But man, my number one thing, can you tell a good story? Because that's what makes watching a six to one game that's taking four hours with 16 strikeouts. That's what makes it tolerable. And he's a hell of a storyteller. And, and there's nuance to that, too. There's nuance to when to go in the wayback machine. And sometimes when you watch stuff from around the country, there's stuff going on and stakes. The stakes is high, as De La Soul would say. And sometimes that's not the proper time to tell those stories. He understands when to be in hyper analyst mode. Like, this at bat is really important. Let me tell you why this bat at bat is really important. Because these are the guys that are coming up in the next three hitters. And this is why they have to get this person out. Even if it's a, a situation where the game is maybe a little bit out of hand, he's really good at understanding when to bust balls, when to yuck it up, and when to tell you, pay attention. Like, I, I want you to pay attention to what it is that we're doing. And that's, I mean, that's just a, a, a thing that makes him great. And you're right. I would recommend anyone who has the chance to have dinner with Steve Stone, specifically in Arizona. During yeah, you've told training. me that he's the, he's the mayor of the whole damn state, which is Can not he? a thing that mayors are, but you understand. I've only had dinner with him twice. But I can tell you the two times that I've had dinner with Steve Stone, Walking into a restaurant with Steve Stone in Arizona is a big deal. And the types of people, because spring training is going on, like everyone's down there. And the type of people that you get to meet and interact with, folks around baseball, and he his recall is nuts. Like, oh, yeah, I, I played with this guy back in, you know, 78. He's great. Da, 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 da. And seeing how people react to him is wild. Yeah. The guy's lived a hell of a life. Uh, he really has. So I'm sure tonight's broadcast will be, I don't even know. Like, because Stoney loves him some Stoney. Like, he loves holding court. But he also loves the game. And there are going to be surprises. And they're going to try to get him. And they're going to try to be emotional. So, you know, I, it's weird. I, I, I think you'll understand. I hope, he, what I, I hope he allows himself to be emotional. That's what I was kind of getting at. Like, I... I hope that he embraces what I'm sure will be some, like, uncharacteristic discomfort or maybe even awkwardness. Like, you know, what would feel awkward because it's not a broadcast and about the game, it's going to be largely about him. Man deserves it. Like, take 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 your victory lap. It's it's one regular season game out of 162. You've been doing it for 40 years. You're regarded as one of the goats. Like, I... I uh, 
I hope he soaks it up. It should be it should be an interesting broadcast. I'm sure the people over at NBC Sports Chicago have produced the hell out of it. They do a good job on these sorts of things. So I'm sure it's going to be great. We'll probably talk about it a little bit more. I wanted to run these by you, uh, Lawrence, by the way, because since Speaks is gone, I won't be able to okay. do it with him. Have you seen the team names for Live Golf? No. Oh, it's... I was going to ask you about all... Because this, this is... Uh... This is a story. This, Man. Yeah, there's a lot going on here. Ray uh, and I were talking about it in the talk back. Like it's, it's wild. Like and, and it is very brazen. Well, what the? But go ahead. You were saying. Well, because we can do the serious on it. I'm happy to have have done it and have did it a no, little. No, let's do let's do the absurd. Okay. So for anyone who doesn't know, this is the new Saudi Arabian backed golf league. Stupid money paying. You know. Dustin Johnson reported 125 million just to join. Uh, Phil Mickelson reportedly 200 million just to join. And then beyond those guys, they've got a bunch of like C and D list golfers who they're probably paying eight figures to join. Then there's a couple hundred million in prizes for just eight three day tournaments around the world. They're trying to you know make Saudi Arabia a little bit more tolerable given all of their human rights atrocities. So how they're going to sports washing is what they call is it. the is the phrase. Yes. Uh, golf, not, you know, not the first to sports watch has happened with Olympics, World Cups. All right. So that's that's the backstory. So what what they're going to do is it's like there's individual wins, but then there's also it's like team golf. And so they name captains and then the captains draft their teams. So Dustin Johnson, Graham McDowell, Ian Poulter, Kevin Na, Louis Oosthuizen, Martin Keimer, Phil Mickelson, Sergio Garcia, Siwon Kim, Taylor Gooch, and Wade Ormsby are your captains. You want to guess? You want to hear some of these team names? I really, really, truly do. The Majestics, S T I C K S, Cleeks, Fireballs. Torque, Niblix. I don't even know what that means. N i b l i c k s. Niblix. Stinger. Punch. Crushers. Four aces. This sounds like, and then like the the, the graphics, Lawrence. They look. Like a high school PowerPoint presentation. Oh, no. It is bizarre. Now, you're sure you didn't get onioned, right? Oh, dude. It's not 100% real. Multiple verified golf people at the press conference tweeting this stuff out. It it is. It's like they spent every dollar on questionable talent acquisition and forgot about everything else. What is a niblick? What? Who are the? Why is Martin Keimer's team named the Cleeks? <laughs> what is a Cleek? Wait, spell Cleeks. C L E E K S. What is a Cleek? What's a Ute? I have no idea what this is. But what? Kevin Na's name? Kevin Na put out this like mealy mouth statement about why he could join and like as if people cared he's the 33rd ranked player in the world he's one of the slowest players he walks in his putts he made over 30 million bucks in his career Kevin Na very good golfer left for for live golf no one's going to miss him okay you're a captain your team names the Ironheads you guys are just losers 
Like, they're, they're just all dorks. Like they, My team name is Fireballs. Okay, Sergio. Cool. It's ridiculous. It's compl- you need to look this up, man, and see these logos. It looks like, um, like a graphic on a Nintendo 64 game. No, yeah. they went eight bit with it's it. It's crazy, man. It 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 it's it. They forgot to spend money on everything. Like they threw a reporter out of the press conference today for asking like critical questions, but then welcomed him back in. Like it, they hired Ari Fleischer. Yeah, to, I, I saw some of that stuff this morning, and I was like, wow. It, it's just, it's it's bizarre. And and listen, like. I agree with what Bernstein said. Everybody has a price. They clearly found these people prices. You can do the what aboutism. Like if you want to do the serious part of this, like, you know, I was looking it up. Like Saudi Arabia invested five hundred million dollars in Live Nation, which is the backer of Ticketmaster. You know? You've bought tickets off Ticketmaster before everybody has. Like you know, do you have any of your money in a mutual fund? Are, are they all completely above board? You know, like we can we can do that game all day. This is, of course, directly from a yes. government, which is the difference. I understand. But I'm just saying, like, you could see where that line gets drawn for some people when you're talking about your grandkids, grandkids, grandkids not having to worry about paying for college. Like I And, and those guys probably are looking at it as if I'm going to – jump out of the PGA I have to make a, enough money so that I can never go back because I'm probably never going to be invited back yeah and and so like and they're not politicians and they're not human rights advocates they are golfers right these guys are they've been golfing maybe professionally since they were 17 or 18 or 19 you know like so I can only get so angry at the individual golfer in the whole thing but it is ridiculous. Like it is a it is a ridiculous enterprise that I can't imagine anybody is going to really care about consuming the product. Like we care about PGA tour events because they are PGA tour events. Like they're you know like the, the prestige comes with the event and the field. I don't know that you can just pay a bunch of dudes a bunch of money and with it gain an audience maybe you can accomplish something on like a business end you know like like that portion of it like hey it's better to invest in saudi arabia if i'm a big company because they host dustin johnson at a golf tournament like i don't understand business at that level maybe maybe that'll work but like who's tuning into youtube to watch graham mcdowell play martin keimer i wonder what in a tournament that nobody cares about for a team name that no one can relate to I wonder if they're tent poles for success. I would love to know what they are. Like how how will they judge if this was a successful enterprise or has that have they already succeeded? My my buddy who's a huge finance person said this there's no way this will make money. This is to promote more international investment both internally and externally whatever that, like i don't i don't even like fully understand what that means you know like are are there democratic nations that don't do business with saudi arabia because of human rights atrocities and they're trying to you know increase their you know gdp through golf like i i guess that's what that means i don't really know but it's just i i love golf i watch golf 
I watch golf that's not Sundays of majors. Like, I'm a pretty good golf fan. I have absolutely zero interest in consuming this golf. So I don't know if they're going to, like, I don't know who their audience is if they're actually trying to make it a viable sports product. Well, it's if if their rollout is any indication, this there might be some comedy in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, that's true. I'm here for all the niblicks. Apparently, that's an old golf term for an iron. It's an old wooden ship. Yeah, exactly, exactly. A niblick is like a sand wedge. Someone said. Okay, so these are old throwback golf terms: a clique and a niblick. Hey. They are relating to the people that. They and then what's think a fireball? This. <laughs> then what's a fireball? If all of these people I, are like these are throwback terms, sure. I love the text that says that they sound like team names from Dodgeball, the movie Dodgeball. This is laser. And they got taser. lasers, and blazers, and all sorts of lasers. <laughs> That's a great scene. Laser, taser, and blazer. <laughs> okay, it's a good team. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. It's absolutely preposterous, but that was a comedy, and this is hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars to try to make you forget that they murder journalists. So, yep. you know, it's ridiculous. Uh, and Texas says, you're telling me you won't gamble one single dollar on this new golf venture? I mean, listen, <laughs> everyone has a price. Like I said, I, don't, I can't promise that I'll never gamble on it in perpetuity, but I have no plans to as of now. Uh, I don't think that you would do even do the homework to. That's the thing. Like I can't. I, I can't. I, again, I I can never say never when it comes to gambling on sports. So I'm <laughs> I'm not going to pretend like I'm pure in that way. But I have no interest in doing that as of now. But uh, Andrew Vaughn at two forty, Joe Ostrowski at three forty, voice of the Dodgers and the World Series. Joe Davis is in town at four o'clock. Nick Wright is ranking NBA players in like a crazy historical and accurate way. Uh, in terms of the research anyway, talk to him about that and uh, the NBA finals at 440. And uh, it's me, Shane, and Ray Diaz today. Tanny and Speegs are both out. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.